When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lynn Johnson joins me for a conversation on Lincoln Live. Lynn, good to have you in. Good morning, Dale. Yeah, very much so. Lynn, of course, the director of Lincoln's Parks and Recreation Department. Lynn and I are talking on Wednesday morning, and it was a year ago today, Lynn, that it was 31 degrees below zero in Lincoln, Nebraska, for an actual temperature. And we had a lot of snow on the ground at that time last year. Yes, we did. And we'll get into some of that, the fact that this year is in such stark contrast to the uh, snowy, cold winter of last year. But Lynn and I want to focus primarily on inclusive playgrounds. This has come up in, in past conversations. Parks Department is working its way toward converting or implementing, maybe is a better word, inclusive equipment into existing playgrounds. So, Lynn, let's, let's take a 10,000-foot a, a view, first of all, the synopsis of Lincoln's Outdoor Inclusive Play Plan. Yeah, it's a, we have been working with a working group, um, and it's families who have children with disabilities or family members with disabilities, uh, representatives of a number of the agencies and organizations in Lincoln who work with people with disabilities. And we've been developing a plan for including what we what is called Outdoor Inclusive Play Features in Lincoln's parks. And... Um, the plan is now available for the community review. We have the plan available on our website at parks.lincoln.ne.gov. And if people type inclusive into the search bar, it will take them to the plan. Um, and it's really a strategy to make these outdoor inclusive play features more accessible in the community. Um, the plan includes the development of four brand new uh, inclusive playgrounds in Lincoln. People may be well familiar with the large um, accessible playground in Antelope Park. And this is really the next generation below or beyond accessible playgrounds. This is uh, what is considered to be inclusive. And inclusive really at its simplest really level is really the intent is for people of really all ages, all abilities, all sizes, to play together, to play alongside one another uh, in playgrounds. Um, and be challenged and have the ability to develop um, cognitively, physically, and socially. And one of the newest things, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit previously, that we are working with is children, people on the autism spectrum and what it means to be in a busy, sometimes kind of chaotic play environment. Um, and one of the things that people will see with these new, uh, or these four new inclusive playgrounds is they'll be fenced, they'll have a single point of entry, and it's because children, adults with autism, they kind of tend to wander away. And so they need, they need an enclosure, a barrier, um, to help them kind of stay within in the play environment. The other thing that is new is the idea that particularly people on the autism spectrum, 
sometimes they need an opportunity to just sort of withdraw, observe what's going on, get a chance to sort of step away from the stimulation. So there will be opportunities for sort of these cozy spaces, these calming spaces for people who are on the autism spectrum. Lynn, help me understand a little bit deeper, inclusive compared to accessible. Will the inclusive be integrated in with existing playground equipment or is it off to the side separately for the safety perhaps? of children and young adults and people who would be playing on these. Give me a picture of how this playground would look. There will be a a play equipment that people haven't seen before, and the playground industry is introducing new types of equipment for spinning and physical spinning type play, physical development play, sound play is part of these settings. There will be pieces that, that people recognize, like the climbing structures, um, slides, um, a variety of swings, some newer variety of swings are included. Typically these inclusive playgrounds are a little more spread out. Um, they're kind of organized by activity area. Um, they'll provide an opportunity for people to enter the playground through that single entrance, a place to just sort of get your bearings and see how the playground is laid out. And then also an opportunity for um, people to kind of move through the playground and see the different activities. So in some ways, they'll look similar. Um, In other ways, they'll be different than what people have experienced. Um, The Americans with Disabilities Act requires that playground surfaces and playground equipment be accessible. So these will meet those standards of accessibility, but they will take it to that next level of um, really encouraging development of, of the people, but also the options for people to play side by side and engage in very similar play activities, no matter what their ability or disability is. So to emphasize your point, there are legally uh, steps that a metropolitan area, a city must uh, enact in order to meet the ADA requirements. But this is above and beyond what legally has to be done in order to assure that citizens of all ages and all physicalities and mentalities, for that matter, have an option to be able to go to a park, one of these inclusive parks. Accurate? Absolutely, Dale. Yeah, we have 90 playgrounds in Lincoln. All of those 90 playgrounds meet the ADA requirements. But as you said, this is really that next level above that of trying to make sure that, that these sites are taken into consideration the needs of all people who might want to be playing there, interacting there. And this will take some time. Irvingdale Park has proposed construction this year. Huskerville Park Playground proposed construction in 2023. Uh, I believe Easter Day Park Playground, yes, is also scheduled for 2023, all the way up to 2026 for Antelope Park Playground. So this will be an incremental annual update of the city's parks. Yeah, that's exactly right, Dale. Um, And the plan includes four large inclusive playgrounds and those will be in Mahoney Park. That'll be the first one that will be done. It's probably a couple years out. Then we'll replace the accessible playground in Antelope Park with an inclusive playground. And then two additional, one in Southeast Lincoln in Jensen Park and then one in Northwest Lincoln at a new site that we are working on, on acquiring a new park in that area where this will be included. And then you mentioned Huskerville, Irvingdale, Easter Day. 
one of the things the plan includes that those are parks where recreation centers are co-located or located. Mm -hmm. And so we want to kind of upgrade those playgrounds. They would typically be neighborhood park playgrounds, but we want to add additional inclusive play features to those playgrounds uh, because of, of the before and after school and summer day camp uh, programs that happen there, uh, but then also to serve the surrounding neighborhoods. Um, and then as we continue to build new playgrounds and replace older playgrounds, we, we will include inclusive play features in those playgrounds. So it's, it's really a, it's a comprehensive approach to trying to make outdoor inclusive play activities available throughout Lincoln. All right. The proposed plan for increasing access to outdoor inclusive play in Lincoln's parks is available for review on the city's Parks and Rec website. That's parks.lincoln.ne.gov. Search inclusive. Len Johnson, City Parks and Rec Director. We started this conversation by saying uh, Wednesday a year ago was the 31 degree below zero day. Uh, let's let's put that behind us <laughs> for now and, and look ahead to spring. The spring program guide has been released. It has. It, it came out about a week ago, and this is really um, our comprehensive guide to um, activities, facilities, and looking through spring into summer. Um, it includes information about um, uh, youth recreation programming that we're going to have available during spring break in the middle of March, and people can sign up uh, for week-long uh, programming there. It has information about summer day camps, and we are starting to look forward to, to summer day camps at recreation centers and at the Pioneers Park Nature Center as well. Um, we, we also, it's fun to think about. It's the middle of February, but we're already thinking about pools and the programming that's going to happen at pools. And there's information about pool hours and pool fees and uh, opportunities people can, can purchase pool passes. And we have a number of families who do that every year. Um, there's also information about the, um, the spring and the summer team sports activities. Uh, there is uh, there was, registration is currently open for adult slow pitch softball this summer, and there is still time. Uh, we're right at the end of the registration period for spring NFL youth uh, and I can say that NFL flag football and youth spring volleyball, which is new for us this year. Um, and uh, so it's really we encourage people to go out and take a look at it. The program guide is available. Uh, either at the administration office, it's available at all recreation centers, they're available in libraries and local grocery stores, and it's also available online on our website at uh, parks.lincoln.ne.gov. Lynn, this is golfing weather. It'll be in the 60s this weekend. It is golfing weather, and it has been golfing weather really all winter long. We've had a significant amount of golf played in January and February, which you know, there were years last year we didn't. There was not one round of golf played on a on Lincoln City Golf Course last year. Um, one of the things that is is happening is that, as people know, it's it's been warm and it's been dry, and we've only had about two inches of snow. And we are watching the turf conditions very closely, um, and we're starting to see some significant desiccation of uh, the grass on the courses, including the greens. Um, one of the things that we're going to be announcing here uh, within the next few days is we're actually going to have a period for the first two weeks in March where we're going to suspend uh, the ability to take golf carts out on the courses to see if we can't minimize uh, the, the continuing damage to the turf during that very critical 
uh, a couple of weeks just ahead of when grass start, normally starts to green up. So the courses will continue to be open, but there will be a two-week period in early March where, where we're not going to allow golf courts out on the courses just to, to minimize uh, the damage to the turf as it's getting kind of through the end of, of winter. A lot going on in Lincoln's Parks and Rec Department. Check it out at parks.lincoln.ne.gov and listen to us every month. We'll catch up on things with Lynn Johnson, City Parks and Rec Director. Have a good day, Lynn. You too, Dale. Thanks very much. Thanks, everybody, for being here on Lincoln Live.